welcome to the Keelhauled Podcast. I'm the voice of Sea of Thieves, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news for you. So tie yourself to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you have yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week, we're going to be talking all about the November update or maybe the lack thereof, depending on how you want to look at it. But before we get into that, I do want to thank the Patreons. They are the producers of the show. They help support me and make sure that the content comes to you and takes care of the, the costs of the show. It really makes a difference for me and helps kind of give me reasons to um, try and get more equipment so that I can put some sound soundproofing up around my room so I have less time editing so that I am not so pressured uh, to stay up to five in the morning like I tend to tend to do. Uh, but I, I really appreciate that the work that they, they put in in supporting me and uh, they get the content early, they get the content ad free uh, and they get, uh, you know, questions like me wanting to know what their uh, what their thoughts on the the update and stuff is. So uh, shout out to uh, Chateau Neuf, El Jefe Esteban, Big Bad Pad, uh, Brett Bristow and Chris John or super pack over on the 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 uh, player one podcast these guys have have been great great friends and i appreciate their support even more so if you guys are curious feel free to head over to patreon.com forward slash keelhaul podcast uh i'm over there and i i just i, I want to say again these guys make such uh, a difference i love all of my fans i really love you guys you guys listening you're the best you are cream of the crop i love my community these folks are supporting me. They don't have to, and I love it. And I want to make sure that they are happy uh, with everything that I do. So thank you guys. Thank you so much. Um, let's get into the show. First up on today's docket, let's talk about the November update that we just got for Sea of Thieves. Now, if you're confused because you didn't hear about it or you're not sure what changed because when you log in, it seems like nothing has really changed. Well, you're not too wrong because this is another one of the times where they are taking a month to work on quality of life, some bug fixes, and to kind of add some stuff to the game so that there's something new in the Pirate Emporium as well as some different things to check out. And it, I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset if you were like, hey, there wasn't a November update because really this is just going to be similar to what we've asked in the past where they they take some time off. They really kind of work on the game, make sure they're knocking out a lot of the bugs, testing it, uh, making sure that the feedback is good while they work on bigger content in the future. Now, we don't necessarily know what's in store for December, uh, but I imagine that a lot of that is going to deal with uh, some of the content that we've seen in the past and speaking specifically to the gift giving. I have a big feeling that uh, similar to last year, we will probably get the Gilded Gifts, which we typically get uh, for, for the last couple of years now. And we will probably see the gifts uh, for doubloons turned into, I guess, the Reaper now, since Wanda isn't uh, isn't at the Reaper's hideout anymore. So uh, actually, I'm not quite sure about that. That'll be interesting to find out. Because I imagine gifts will make a comeback. There's something that still holds some sway. If uh, Halloween is is any indication of the the use of the lanterns for the holiday holiday uh, Halloween event, then we'll probably see a uh, return to the gifts. Which, honestly, I know you're you're hearing this and you're thinking, no, please, no, I don't want the gifts. It was such a pain to do them last time, trying to get people to take them and turn them in. And I I just want to say, hey, you know, it's it's been a year. We might see that they have implemented some sort of new system for us to 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 turn them in or to give them to people or some reason to to have people want to go out to get those. Uh, so 
it may not be as hard as it used to be, uh, given that the Reaper's hideout is much more prominent of a place to go turn stuff in at, if that is, in fact, the place that you must turn them in. Um, pending any further information from Rare, we won't find out if that's actually going to be the case. So at this moment, it's all speculation anyways. But I just wanted to give you guys the heads up because we're getting closer to December, and I know how you all feel about surprises and uh how you you should probably be prepared for gifts so right now just to just expect it and know that you're probably going to have that in the future whether we get it or not at least at least at least you're prepared mentally you don't have to think too hard about it you feel like okay i'm ready i've prepared myself i've i've steeled myself for the 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 fact that i know i'm going to have to get these gifts and i'm gonna have to get someone to turn them in for me which is it already a, a pretty hard thing to do especially now that they're even more rare but i'm i'm curious to see how that goes um but with the november update uh you, you're probably wondering okay well what did we get if we did get some bug fixes so I'll, i'm going to get into that in a bit but i did want to dive into some of the stuff that we got uh in regards to the actual game so uh if you haven't had a chance uh there was actually a november update post in the news section for seethieves.com where joni kind of tackles the uh elephant in the room which is isn't saying much because the elephant isn't really any anything that nobody knows about it's something that everyone knows about and it's coconut fever everyone's having to deal with coconut fever whether you like it or not and as a result of that you're going to notice that the the content is is kind of a little bit not less but um less uh a kind of I'm trying to think of a good way to explain this because I'm not trying to down talk any of the content. I think the content this year has been great. The iterations to the content has helped uh, make me feel better about it, but it hasn't been like uh, a real knockout um, set of, of content updates, uh, kind of like we did in the first year, which I think is kind of a, um, you know, rose colored glasses or rose tinted glasses in this instance, where I'm, I'm looking fondly at the past and, and not really taking into account what we got this year. What we did get this year was great. So I don't want to besmirch the hard work that they've done. And like Joe mentions in the, the update, it's all been free. All of it. All the content has been free. We haven't had to pay a single penny for any of the content. Now, I can already hear some people who came over from the forums and they're like, oh, wait a minute, hold on. If there was a forum for this podcast, I would totally say something about it because clearly all the content isn't in the game. It's in the Pirate Emporium. Well, <laughs> uh, you're, you're not wrong and you're not right either. Uh, there's There's been content but the rewards have uh, a lot of a lot of content that would be rewards or, or purchase, purchasable items in game have tended to end up in the pirate emporium which i think they're addressing i think they're they're kind of seeing that the that there needs to be a better balance of in-game and emporium uh content so i'm hoping that that persists as as we get further and further along in the year and uh, they kind of feel out where they want their income to be based in because uh in, in something that i'll get to later on um sea thieves is no longer a 60 dollar game uh it was at launch and it was for quite a while but it is it is no longer a 60 dollar game and, it, and if you've been playing on game pass uh you you've never actually had to purchase the game you've just enjoyed it as a, a, a part of that program so um to kind of get back to to the to the update uh joe goes into detail about some of the accomplishments that they've had uh some, some of the the things that they that they plan to do in the future and the reason for this update was to kind of explain like hey there's not 
much going on in the way of the November update. December's going to have something, but they're pretty much trying to get themselves set up for next year with, with the hopes that next year, much like I'm sure many of us are hoping, will be better than this year. And with that, I have to kind of take this in stride and say like, hey, you know, I I, I have to admit, I was hoping for some new content to come. Uh, I, I November kind of snuck up on me with the console release, console, uh, the next gen consoles and uh, and the games that are coming out in the next couple months uh, are already out. And to be fair, I haven't really had a whole lot of time for Sea of Thieves if there was a new update because I've been wanting to jump into so many other games that are that are coming in, especially especially after having a Series X now. So to take that in stride and say, okay, well, you know, there's nothing really going on with Sea of Thieves. Cool. That kind of relieves me because I don't feel pressured to get in there and really feel like I have to grind out anything, even though that's that's not really my my MO at the moment uh, and hasn't been for for a while now. And if you don't know, uh, now you know that the, the current uh, Fate of the Damned event, that has actually been extended to December 9th. So I would anticipate our next update being on December 9th and we'll probably go till January uh, so that that whatever the, the December update brings us, again, prepare for gifts, plan on gifts. They're probably going to have to do gifts. We'll probably also get a Gilded Voyage too. I'm sure that'll probably come, which if you don't know, uh, that is actually a really, really fast and uh, a, a really good voyage to do. Like when that came out, if you got the Order of Souls one or the um, uh, what was it, the the Gold Hoarders one, you were looking at getting somewhere between fifty and uh, fifty chests or fifty skulls. Uh, same thing with, um, but it was easy. Like the skulls, it, they would have like uh, four uh, voyages on uh, what was it, Lone Cove, and they all had kegs. So as soon as they spawned, you would pop them, and then you just have you'd get showered in in uh, skulls, and it was amazing. Uh, and then they had the Athena voyage, which was like three islands, and you got three Athena chests out of it. So it was really, really, really great uh, way to to kind of like have a gift. Uh, and that was always something that they offered free. And, and, and even back in the day, there was a contention about how Pirate Legends only had access to the Pirate Legend one, and everyone was upset because it was like, well, how come how come the Pirate Legends get this special one and I can't? It's like, well, because we're Pirate Legends. That's a, that's a special status. You need to work towards that to earn it, um, which is much easier, can be done in a day uh, nowadays if you if you grind it well enough, uh, as proven by uh, Fox Die and, uh, and his buddy. So um, to kind of get back to, to, to this uh, theory uh, that we're going to get a December update on the 9th or the 10th, um, that, that kind of falls in line with what we've seen in the past. So I'm not too concerned about that. But as a result, November's update is light. And when I say light, I, I, I mean light in the sense that we aren't getting anything fresh. What we're getting is kind of what we got with Shrouded Ghosts. Uh, with your shrouded spoils. Sorry, I didn't mean to to uh slip up there, but uh, shrouded spoils was an update that wasn't really an update. Update. It was an update that gave us uh roaming fleets, uh, which were in their original locations, but they were just out there. Uh, you could go and actually do the fleets if you wanted to, instead of them being in the actual closer to the center of the map. And you had the roaming megs and you had the the fog and that was roughly it, but a lot of it was bug fixes. And that was the thing that a lot of people really enjoyed, especially myself really enjoyed about that update was it just being a very solid update. So to, to kind of dive into what we're going to be getting, we're gonna be getting something pretty similar. 
And I, and I want to dive into that in a second. Okay, I'm back. Thank you. Um, so if we're going into this update, you can expect uh, one really nice change, and that is the treasure vaults. So nothing's changing with the treasure vaults. So if you're happy with those, great, because you're going to enjoy them even more, because now they've added treasure vaults out in the Devil's Roar, which is great. Uh, so the the actual patch notes say that they're expanding the range of the voyages to uh, include vaults of the ancient um, and, and give you give you gold hoarder voyages over at Morrow's uh, Peak Outpost. And they're now going to offer you treasure vault voyages that lead you uh, to different vaults in the Devil's Roar. So it's nice that those have been something that I think has been noticed by the community. Like we've kind of seen uh, a couple key placements on islands and we we've kind of wondered, you know, like what's going to happen with these? Are we ever going to see anything happen with them? And true to form, uh, they the treasure vaults went off without a hitch. They they seem people really like them, myself included. And as a result, uh, they, they they decided to implement the Devil's Roar. So uh, I haven't gotten to do one of these yet, and I really should because I I do love the treasure vaults. I'd love to see uh, what the loot table is like out there. With the Devil's Roar, it's always kind of expected that you're going to have higher value loot uh, just due to the the natural or the nature of the area being more dangerous and uh, more risk involved. So the reward is higher as a result uh, to keep that equilibrium. And uh, I, I would like to see because a lot of people tend to avoid the roar. Uh, there's a, a fair few players or a fair number of players that are in the community that tend to stick out there just because it's such a it's such a, a good way to earn gold um if you listen to one of my past interviews uh you you know Cass is uh from polygon has definitely been a fan of the roar uh where where you can definitely make some money and sure um if if you take into account uh what vault of ancients brought to the game it expanded the gold hoarder voyages from the standard uh, X marks the spot and the riddles to now include uh, vaults, which is a much more dynamic and much more involved uh, way of finding uh, treasure, which is great because it's exactly the kind of refresh that gold hoarders needed. It is It had been quite the same system since launch, since before launch. And akin to order of souls with the fleet voyage where you could now go out and summon a ghost fleet to to take down skeleton ships or not skeleton ships but ghost ships and uh, get skulls and and uh, a merchant off of that it's nice to see that um, those are, are kind of in place and and I still kind of wonder if uh, merchants is going to get anything like this uh, if you take into consideration merchants has only uh, the animal chest or the the animal quests and the the uh, supply crates uh, well not supply crates um, what are they they're just like crates so crates of goods you know like the the rum bottles and such um, there's only two two different ways to actually run merchants and I would love to see uh, kind of some some different ideas out there for what people would like to have as far as like a, a merchant alliance mission that is that is repeatable and uh, dynamic inclusive of of some of the new things some of the new tools that we've gotten with the game and um, you know maybe add some new animals to the to the mix that are more dangerous that you have to hunt down uh, you know we have the hunter's call but the hunter's call really is just about like hunting down uh monsters which yeah you you're not actively doing it because there's no active way to actually get those like there's no way to like you can fish all day if you want and that's great but there's no way to really summon a megalodon or summon a kraken 
you can you can hope that they spawn but to, to be realistic there's no way to farm those uh the way you would do any kind of like merchant quest where you go out and hunt down pigs and chickens larry included and snakes uh you know the abomination of the seas and uh, to to take in that in, into account you really have to wonder you know maybe there could be like some wild boars on islands where you have to go and you actually have to hunt down these boars and these boars are no pushovers you know you have to actually really deal with it and they can tackle you and knock you down we have different ways of disabling characters now thanks to the cursed cannonballs introduced in the first year so the the backbone of that system is available you just have to implement that in a way that uh, characters or, or uh, creatures in this instance can do the same to you. Uh, and, and while losing control of your character is never fun, uh, if there's a challenge involved and if there's a way to to kind of uh, uh, acquire a new reputation or new ways to play and in, and find a fun way to actually enjoy it then then maybe there could be a little more of a, a group of people out there that don't like merchant who might actually work on merchant voyages as a, a fun alternative to, to out there doing quests or voyages things like that and and not just stick with the the typical uh kind of trifecta that is now kind of emerged with either going uh gold hoarder or order of souls or uh, reaper's bones because at the moment it feels like those are the three that most people are wanting to actually work on uh, hunter's call is a very niche category that i think only a few people really love to to do um and and the ones that do do it they they really enjoy it and i and i would hate to take that away and then merchant alliance is kind of that red-headed stepchild uh who we never want to talk about but always have to bring along for some reason and at that point you have to bring something that's need i say uh attractive or or interesting intriguing you know adventurous something that kind of uh emboldens us to go out and represent the merchant alliance although i'm sure many of us uh still enjoy the merchants of death kind of motif with uh having a bunch of kegs and and uh having those aboard the ship to try and uh, uh sink other ships and to try and bring those back to the merchant but you know it, there's nothing adventurous about hunting down banana crates there's nothing adventurous about stocking up a wood plank crate to try and turn in on time like there there really should be something that drives the merchants uh whether it be some sort of exotic item or uh, a, a a rare resource or something that that forces us to to take on uh more dangerous creatures other than snakes and crooks crooked masts so i i would love to see what rare can kind of work up to to build into in the future um in in line with what they've done with the the treasure vaults as well as the uh, the skeleton fleets that was a weird tangent to get on um, while trying to cover the November update, uh, but I'll kind of kind of leave you with this: that I'm glad that treasure vaults are being expanded to the roar. Uh, I hope that fleets, uh, skeleton fleets, out in the roar could be a thing. I would love to see how uh, volcanoes and, and uh, ghost fleets. Sorry, I said skeleton fleets. I meant ghost fleets. I would love to see how ghost fleets uh, deal with volcanoes. I would love to have volcanoes uh, pass through uh, skeleton or uh, I keep wanting to say skeleton fleets and pass through ghost ships uh, because of of just they're they're more natural so they don't they can go right through it. But I don't know. You, you, you could work out the head cannon however you want and rare could always tackle that if they really wanted to. But I would love to have um 
ghost fleets that aren't affected by volcanoes but are affected by cannonballs so it's even more trolly if you want to take them down during a volcano it's like you have to and there's even achievements that are like oh yeah take down a take down a a, a x number of ghost ships uh underneath a volcano an active volcano on an island like it would be annoying but man it would be fun to try and play around with that so that's um as as far as the actual content goes those are kind of the the main things that that you're going to be seeing in the game the the extension of the fate of the damned event to december 9th and the devil roar treasure vaults uh everything else really just kind of revolves around some of the the actual fixes that came to the game and while we haven't seen too much in the way of things that um really kind of improve the quality of life as far as giving us a a new tool or something interesting to kind of play around with um there's definitely a few things that they went in and did that that helped kind of make sure that the experience that you're having is just a little more solid that it's a little a little more forgiving and that you aren't running into issues that cause you to to question like oh yeah i'm playing a game and the game broke so now i can't do this or i can't do that because that's that really is a bummer you know when you when the game is hindering your enjoyment because of the 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 engineering behind it or the coding behind it or the lack of testing behind it which again if you guys haven't had a chance i i have to encourage you head over to see these insiders sign the nda jump into insiders and try and give some honest constructive feedback to the team if you want to see positive change in the game if you want things to get better the only way that's going to to help out with that it's not shouting on reddit it's not shouting in the forums it's not uh being on twitter and being annoying or, or yelling at the at the the, the social media team or, or the community management team uh, during weekly streams it's it's getting into the insider it's about giving your feedback on uh being open-minded about the content that's in there and how you feel about about it and what you think would be a better feeling if you uh if you could have the opportunity if you if you could influence the the decision making process because it does happen i see it all the time on the forums on the insiders uh the insiders say one thing it tends to be a knee-jerk reaction the sea of thieves team kind of lets you play with it for a little bit and then eventually if they feel it's justified they'll walk back the uh the the choices that they were planning on making i'm not going to say what was going on because that would be breach of any but I can definitely say the things that have happened in NDA aren't necessarily the things that have hit uh, adventure. Now, if you don't have the time, I totally understand. Don't worry about it. But if you do, I think it would be really cool for you to head over to Insiders. Plus, you get gold and uh, you get cosmetics for for doing that. And uh, just make sure that you sign up on the the website and that you have your Microsoft account set up. You've got Xbox uh, Live. There's There's been a few people, Nev in particular, who had some trouble with that. And definitely reach out to the team uh, on Twitter, Instagram, you know, TikTok, wherever they are to try and get a hold of them so they can uh, help you help you kind of make sure you're getting access if that's what you're looking to do um one thing that i did want to actually uh mention um this coming weekend is going to be a a golden glory weekend so double gold double rep if you're not familiar and that's going to go on all weekend uh it's it's in um celebration of thanksgiving in america even though most most of the rest of the world don't actually celebrate thanksgiving which i can't say i honestly blame you it's a really weird holiday uh but it's a reason for us to eat food and get together but we can't get together because of coconut fever so it's even more of a weird thing to celebrate right now but regardless um people are going to be spending time with their families and people are going to be home so if you're looking to sail 
and you want to get some gold and some glory, this coming weekend is definitely going to be a, a good one to to work on. So if you have any questions about when that time frame is actually, I'm going to see if I can find out when the time is, uh, which is always you know so so great when podcasters do research on the fly. Um, I don't think they've actually stated what the times are. Uh, if I'm looking to see, let's see, nope, that's talking about the update. Yeah, I don't think they've actually said when it technically starts. But typically, it's midnight. Uh, the in in BST or or GMT. I think it's GMT right now. I think uh, Greenwich Mean Time is the the uh, the um, London Standard right now. I, I don't think they're on the summertime right now. So that's already happened. So I would I would venture to guess that the uh, that the Golden Glories are are going to be going on that Friday. Um, which is Black Friday for most people. So that'll be that'll also be kind of a weird thing. And I did want to to remind you, uh, it does say double gold, double rep. I'm pretty sure that includes double doubloons as well, too. So if you're low on doubloons, you know, you've been purchasing all the, uh, the all the the uh, extra sets of clothing from Lorena and from Duke and you're low on doubloons. Uh, this is also a good time to work on that as well too. grab some uh, Reaper's chests out there and turn them in. You'll get, uh, you know, like 25 that no, sorry, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I think it's what is it? Oh, I can't even remember. It's been so long since I paid attention to when one actually got turned in. I can't remember what the base what the base value is now anymore. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You guys know how many it is. I I can I'll remember at some point during the podcast, but I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go back and re-edit this to to worry about it. Uh, but you'll get that double as well too. It's it's always been the case. Um, I don't think this is gonna be any different. And hopefully you guys get a chance to actually play. I know I'm going to be looking to uh, to jump on during that weekend and see if I can get some uh, some gold uh, to make back because uh, boy, Hattie, them uh, them them Soul Flame costumes that was a that was a, a big big punch out of my five five million took me down to four million. So now I got like four million. I got stuck on my my character. I don't know what to do with. But uh, yeah, that was a that was a real surprise. But uh, yeah, let's get into the the Pirate Emporium stuff, shall we? Boy there, Pirates, if you're listening to this, I do appreciate you taking care to check out the ads. The reason I wanted to bring this ad in today was, again, to show you over to uh, Green Man Gaming to let you know about some of the deals that they got going on. If you use the affiliate link in the show notes, it always helps me out with a portion of the proceeds from that purchase. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it always gives you a good deal. This week, I wanted to tell you about some of the Black Friday sales that are going on over on Green Man Gaming. If you play PlayStation and you are looking to re-up on your PlayStation Now monthly subscription or maybe even on a year of PlayStation Plus. You can earn uh, or you can save 29% with a year's worth of PlayStation Now making it $42.74 American. If you want to get uh, a year's worth of PlayStation Plus you can get that for $42.74 uh, 29% off for the PlayStation Plus. You can also pick up a 24% off deal on a three-month subscription for PlayStation Now. It's a great time to be playing a PlayStation 5 just like a Series X, and there's a lot of good games to be uh, had on those systems. So if you're looking to take advantage of all the PS4 games that they brought over to the PS5 through PS Now, uh, this is a great way to save money on that. Also, there's a really good deal going on with Ubisoft franchise as well as EA franchise. Uh, if you're not playing on Game Pass Ultimate, then you're truly missing out on all of the EA games that have just got brought over that. But if you're playing on console, but you still want to save a lot of money, Ubisoft and EA tend to have really good deals 
and Green Man Gaming is a great way to find those deals. So head over to Green Man Gaming, use my affiliate link and make sure that you guys are taking advantage of these deals and supporting the podcast at the same time. Thanks as always. I love you guys. All right, Pirate Emporium stuff has switched over. The November update did bring with it uh, the team that is working on the Pirate Emporium goodies. Uh, this one is a little bit lighter than uh, some stuff that we've had in the past, I would imagine, because this is actually content that has been available in the past. Now, you're kind of wondering, you know, well, where, where could I have gotten this if not the Pirate Emporium? Well, the Fighting Frog ship set, which if you've played Battletoads, then you may already have this, uh, which I wouldn't blame you. And you probably already have the rat catcher e, uh, or title. If you played through act one of Battletoads and you already have this, you don't have to worry. But the Fighting Frog ship uh, collection is now available in the Pirate Emporium. For those of you that don't have Game Pass and don't want to buy Battletoads to get it, uh, if you did, you probably still um, you're probably still saving money on buying the game and actually playing through it. But if time is money, then it may be quicker just to buy the actual Fighting Frog set. But I can't imagine a Battletoads fan that hasn't picked up the new game and played through the first act, which roughly is only about an hour to get through the first act and receive the Battletoads uh, ship livery set that would want to buy them through the Pirate Emporium, unless you just haven't been listening to the podcast, and in, in which case I kind of question your loyalty. So if you're looking to get these, uh, they do have collector's versions of the figurehead and the sails. Uh, they're a little more glowy, a little more kind of typical for, for the collector's edition style stuff for the Pirate Emporium. So just kind of expect that. And uh, for, for the customers with fewer ancient coins, that want to to still kind of pick up the the base set um they have been doing the essential bundle which is just the the figurehead the hull the sails and the flag which is kind of the og for pirate ship livery sets you know back before we had cannon capstan and wheels uh we we didn't have any uh we didn't have anything that was was all fancy like that we just had hull sails figurehead and flag and you know the flag was a, a pretty was an addition later on honestly like we didn't even have the flag to begin with uh so that was it was kind of a an interesting change when that came gosh what was that june of 2018 right you know a few months after the update and um we also ended up getting some hunter call uh forager pets so if you haven't seen these i really don't know how to explain them too well it's it's really it's really tough for me to verbally express how the monkey looks except that the monkey looks like um a if you've ever seen oh gosh i'm trying to see if this reference works if you've ever seen uh the the typical stereotype of the uh the the explorer the jungle explorer uh british um style white handlebar mustache um, this monkey has a huge handlebar mustache that just goes all the way down and he's got a bunch of really interesting clothing, um, that kind of gives him like, he's, he's actually got a couple like swashbuckler belts on him, uh, with some rope tied to it. And it's just a, it's a, a real funny, funny, silly kind of looking monkey, but, um, you also get a really nice parrot too. The parrot I actually like more. The parrot actually looks 
uh, better because it looks more like a hawk as a, as opposed to an actual parrot. Um, but those are, are a, a bundle that's available now. Those are going to be going, I think, till the the ninth for sure, because I think those are just going in with this update. And also you're going to get a couple uh, new sets of emotes as well as a bone, bone crusher outfit for your pets uh, if you're interested in that. And uh, with the the actual um, with the actual November update, there's the time limited uh, Festival of Plenty collection. So if if you were interested in some of the content that came out last year, namely the fruit uh, instruments as well as the um, the actual like uh, a pet set that came out with that. Uh, that set, the Festival of Plenty, is actually uh, coming back, and that's going to be a time limited thing. Um, if you head over to the Pirate Emporium, you're also going to get the Fight and Frog Flex freebie emote which is uh, the the alliteration on that is strained at best and uh i would i would definitely urge everyone if you like free emotes that's a good one to do um and the here's an interesting one now maybe you have maybe you haven't but if you have there is the splashtail monarch costume and this was interesting because i i wasn't expecting this but when you put that on there's actually a new emote that is a custom costume emote that is called the splash dance now i'm not going to describe it but if you wear it and you go to emote you will now see a button prompt that will actually bring you to the costume emotes which look to be emotes that are just specific to wearing that costume this is the first time we've ever seen anything like this and because of that i i would venture to say that it's probably not a one-off we're probably going to start seeing this with other costumes and they're probably going to bring those to past costumes that have already been released as well too so <sighs> i i don't know mm. it seems like a value add at this point it doesn't look like you're you're getting you're you're having to pay anything extra for it which is a, a nice uh, a nice thing so i would i would keep an eye for that as well too um lots of sales going to be going on with uh black friday so uh one of the things that they mentioned in this is that they are able to do time limited sales that don't uh that aren't coinciding with the actual content releases um to where where we typically have uh time limited sales that are just going on during each uh different update now they're able to do that outside of that. So if you want something on Black Friday and they're throwing a Black Friday sale, that sale will not be something that it, it goes on throughout the entire update. That may just be a Black Friday sale. So you may want to uh, keep an eye out for that. If, uh, if, if you're one of those collectors that suffers from FOMO, at which point I would uh, strike this from the record, erase it from your memory so I don't cost you more money, in which case I am very, very sorry. Uh, the one thing that I did want to touch on before I wrap up the Emporium chat is the varied weapons pose. This this was an interesting one because it, it, it explains it, but it doesn't show it very well. And what this is, is a, a 249 ancient coin emote bundle. Uh, you get two emotes. Um, but the emotes uh, are, are really just one emote or two emotes that change depending on what weapon you are carrying. There are four different poses and you do the same pose regardless of what type of uh, cosmetic you have on your weapon. But the cosmetic you have on your weapon uh, will will definitely be represented in the emote. So if you are... Um, if you're using a sword and a blunderbuss, you'll have two emotes and one will be for the, the first weapon and the, the second one will be for the second weapon. And depending on what you have equipped, 
will use that emote regardless of uh, which slot it's in. And that's interesting because it, it's, it's showing that they are willing to take some of the cosmetics that you have into account with your emotes, which is nothing new, but the varied weapon pose was something that I think they could probably work out a little better way of showing that because when I picked it up or when I was looking at it, the icon actually showed uh, a square that had four different emotes broken up into four quarters. Uh, and, and when I bought them, I was thinking, this is eight emotes? This doesn't seem right. So I picked it up and I saw that it was only two, but the two changed depending on what my weapons were. And I was like, okay, I understand this. It's 249 uh, in ancient coins for four different poses. That's still a pretty good deal, but I can't change the weapon if I like a certain pose. So instead of say holding uh, an eye of reach and slinging it over my shoulder, the way you do with the blunderbuss, I can only do that with the blunderbuss, which is kind of a bummer because I feel like the flintlock pistol and putting it up against your shoulder is such a such a take from the Pirates of the Caribbean movie where Jack Sparrow kind of looks over his shoulder and he kind of grins because he's got his, you know, he's got his flintlock on his shoulder and he's kind of like, hey, um, I'm doing the thing that that no one thought could be done kind of thing. And I feel like that was a missed opportunity, but maybe that's just me wanting in, as opposed to what people what what they could do or what what was expected. All right, so some of the things that I wanted to to touch on as well, um, there are some sales going on, and uh, these these are going to be going on for at least the no the next week. Uh, I did want to give you guys a heads up about this. Um, if you happen to be playing Sea of Thieves and you haven't purchased it, but you would like to actually own a copy in case you decide at for whatever reason you want to stop paying for Game Pass. Maybe you're not finding the value in it. Maybe you're playing Sea of Thieves predominantly and you're not really getting as much value. You want to save that $15 a month and stick with just the game. If you're looking to do that, there is a very special Black Friday special edition that is available on the Windows Store, uh, and I believe on the Xbox's store as well, too. Um, it doesn't matter really where you buy it because you can play it on PC and Xbox with the same copy. You don't have to worry about buying independent copies for uh, different platforms um, through the Microsoft Store. Uh, but if you, if you purchase it through the Windows Store, you can spend 30 bucks. It's 25% off right now, and it actually gives you uh, a bit of the, the actual bundle that is in with the Pirate Emporium right now. So instead of just the, um, instead of just the actual game, you, you get the, the Festival of uh, Plenty bundle with it. And, and what comes along with that is you'll actually get 550 ancient coin, which is good for, for pretty much a pet. You get a cloudy uh, capuchin pet, which is the monkey, one of the monkeys, um, along with the, the uh, uh, capuchin uh, outfit that is the, the Festival of Plenty outfit. Uh, and you'll also be able to get some of the um, uh, uh, different... Um, Oh no, I'm sorry. I almost I almost told you guys something wrong. You'll get the 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 themed um instruments for it. The the actual feast of plenty instruments. I'm trying to think what they are. They're not are they pineapples or are they like are they different types of fruit? Cuz I could never I'll be honest, I could never really tell what they are. They look like the, the clearly one of them is a pineapple. 
And I'm pretty sure that the that the hurdy gurdy is a ham. I couldn't tell you what the, the what the drum is. I'm I'm thinking it's pie. I'm thinking I'm thinking it's actually like pumpkin pie. But y'all are going to have to help me out with the banjo. I have no clue what the banjo is. Um, but on top of that, you actually get the cursed heart weapon set uh, as well too. So you get the game. You get a pet, you get the cursed weapons, you get the festival of plenty instruments, and you get some ancient coin uh, to pick up something on the side as well, too. So not bad for $30, considering most of the time uh, that bundle is is generally split up into two bundles. And those two bundles are close to $30 on their own. And then the game itself is typically around $30 normally, uh, but that is, I, I've also seen it as low as, I think, $20. I think $20 is the cheapest I've ever seen Sea of Thieves. Uh, so if you, if you want to get it, this is a great time to get it. It's smart delivery. It's optimized for Series X and S. It's cross-play, cross-platform, cross-save. You don't have to worry about anything. Uh, probably one of the few games I think I've ever played that's like, yeah, it doesn't really matter where you play this. As long as you can play it, you can play it. And I just, I, I just really appreciate that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm crazy. Um, the other thing that I wanted to, to kind of point out was, uh, the, there was a tweet that came out that I thought was really funny from rare or not rare from sea of thieves. And it said the shrouded ghost is real. And if you've been following, uh, American politics at all, um, there have been a lot of disputes with tweets as far as, uh, legitimacy and, and, uh, facts. In fact, this is something that Twitter has implemented heavily, uh, as of late. And a lot of things tend to be disputed and the tweet reads the shrouded ghost is real. And then it has a little uh, information. Uh, and then underneath it says, this claim is disputed by the Sea of Thieves community. That's because it's not real. It's not. I've never seen one. How could it be real if I've never seen one? That's how things work. You have to see it to believe it. That's the saying. Anyway, moving on. Well, rare wouldn't be rare if the Sea of Thieves team didn't do something really awesome and somehow managed to tick off a bunch of people. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about $300 bare minimum cosmetics. And I'm serious about that. $300 cosmetics. And you might be thinking, what the heck are you talking about? Is this something coming? No, it is already here. And it is available to those for $300 or $500, depending on which which you get, but the Duke set, which many people really love, because if you haven't seen it, it is a commemoration to the four generations of Xbox consoles. And with the launch of the Xbox Series X and S, players who play Sea of Thieves on those consoles will be able to get the Duke ship livery set, which part of me loves except for the, uh, the figurehead because, well, it's Duke. And I might have to start coming around on Duke. And I hate to say it, but I really love these liveries. And I think I love them to the point where I'm with everyone that really wants them. But I really think a lot of people are unhappy about them. And that's because they cost $300. And the only way to get these is to be able to play Sea of Thieves on the Xbox Series X and S. Now, bear in mind, if you are not getting them right away, you have until May 9th, which of all the days, really, I got to take a quick look here and see what the heck day 
is May 9th. That is May 9th, 2021 is a Sunday. Why would this end on a Sunday? That makes no sense. Except that May 9th would be, what is that, six months from the day uh, that Xbox is actually launched. Yeah, that makes more sense. Okay, so that makes more sense. Six months from the launch of of the Xbox Series X and S, uh, you you can pick up this cosmetic set for free as long as you have the console. Something that a lot of people are upset about is a lot of people play on Steam. A lot of people play on PC, and because of because of <laughs> Xbox or Microsoft's approach to their platform kind of ag- agnostic approach to to being able to play on anything that is owned by Microsoft it's kind of a bummer because it's not like Microsoft is making video cards that can be purchased to upgrade systems so that you can justify selling the or giving the duke set to people that pick up the Microsoft graphics card to improve their Xbox experience on their PC you have to buy a console and you and you don't even get these if you own an xbox one if you if you want these you have to buy an xbox series s or an x which like i mentioned that is a 300 dollars cosmetic you were buying at that point now if you bought the console for the console then you're going to get these if you log in and if somebody logs into your account on their system then you're going to unlock it on or they're going to unlock it for your account which a lot of people have been doing now, I don't necessarily know the legal ramifications of anything like that or how you would even track it down. So if it does happen, it probably already has and it probably is going on on the down low. And if it does, I probably wouldn't shout out who did it for you because you might get them in trouble. It's just kind of tossing that out there. So if you're looking at these and you might have, they're a full black with lots of green X's and I love it. They glow. There's lots of glowy. You get the cannons, the capstan, the wheel, the flag, uh, the sails, the hull, and Duke as the figurehead with two glowing gold or green swords crossed as an X on the front, which that's that's getting replaced right away. That's gonna be that's gonna be spinal. He's he's gonna be the proper figurehead for for the the Xbox thing. That's that's all I have to say about that. But I love this set. It's beautiful. The the sails have crossed swords, and on uh, three of the the sides, the crossed swords have uh, little triangles, and each triangle represents uh, the colored buttons. So the X, Y, and and B button, uh, kind of going in a clockwise motion around the actual X's. And it, I I love these. It's called the Duke. It reminds me of the the old huge Duke controller that came out with the OG Xbox system the, the where you'd have to hit the white button to turn on your flashlight in, in Halo. Like, God, what a throwback. Uh, and, and to see this, it was really it was really cool. The biggest rub is just that so many people are not going to get this because not everyone is going to be upgrading to a Series S or an X in the first year. A lot of people are going to hold off and wait. 2020 has been a really bad year for saving money because people are losing jobs to coconut fever and it's it sucks it sucks there's nothing good about what this year has done to people's financial situations unless you're making masks if you're making masks you're probably making bank uh but other than that to to kind of focus on the on the livery set i really hope that there is and and i'm i'm saying this right now sea of thieves 
has always recycled their content. If you missed out on the Halo set because you missed out on logging in during E3 of, of 2019, it came back as a Twitch drop. If you missed out on getting the Ori set uh, back in, what was it, May this year uh, when you didn't have uh, Game Pass Ultimate, it came back during Twitch drops. So I imagine they're probably going to want to give players another opportunity to get this. They love supporting their Sea of Thieves partners. They want to make sure that the partners have uh, reasons for people to come to the stream to showcase the game. And when they do that, it typically means that cosmetics that are already out that were more or less uh, time limited are going to come back. So yeah, you, you don't necessarily have to buy a Series S or X to get these there are ways around it if you have friends hopefully you do uh and and they can help you out with that through means that i will not be uh uh, uh in, endorsing um just for the sake of legal reasons and i i hope that people get these and they like them i love them i think they're amazing are they considered 300 cosmetics yeah yeah there's no other way to get these right now you have to buy a console and the only way to buy a console is to spend 300 bucks bare minimum if you get an xbox series s that is the cheapest way to get these cosmetics they're not a code you have to you have to log into your account on one of these consoles to be able to do it um so it's oh man it's cool but man did it have a really bad sting it had a really bad taste in your mouth when you thought about it and you're like Mm, that's a lot of money for cosmetics if you're if you're a diehard collector uh so hopefully these are made available i again no knowledge have no idea if they are just past his precedent i imagine these might be one of those things that come back uh just like with the the halo set although uh, i'm trying to think if we got the gears set as well too i think we did get the gear set of switch drops don't quote me on that but i'm having trouble remembering but i'm pretty sure you could get the, or maybe those were done originally by as twitch drops maybe those were actually twitch drops originally but i imagine that we'll probably get them at some point again in the future um but to, to be perfectly honest let's let's get into it um sea of thieves is now xbox series s and x enhanced if you haven't played it on an xbox series s or x you may not know but the game is now 60 frames per second 4k all the time on series x in 60 seconds on on uh in, in 1080 on the series s with the with the improvements to the actual ssd the uh the 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 uh, hard drive that they have on those systems the load times are faster than my standard ssd on my pc i don't have an m2 um or an nvme uh m2 or m.2 drive on my system i just have a standard old kind of solid state drive uh my my xbox series s has a locked frame rate which i don't have on pc and i have a 1080 uh an nvidia 1080 card um i'm i'm only playing the game in 1080 uh p on my pc on one con or on one monitor granted i have two monitors so that might impact the performance as well and uh i have a, a sixth generation i7 processor which was it's not the fastest um which is probably the problem is it's just not that fast so it's bottlenecking there but i can't get 1080 60 locked on sea of thieves all the time like it's just not locked i would love for it to be locked the series s or excuse me the series x 
is phenomenal. In fact, if you do play on console, this is the way to play the game. Like if you if you love Sea of Thieves and you only play on console, you need to pick up a Series X. It is the intended way I think to play this game. The the graphics are beautiful. The frame rate fixes turning. It doesn't feel janky. It doesn't feel like you're you're skipping too much. It doesn't feel it's fluid and it feels like the one thing they need is is a solid uh fov slider and and if you can if you can bump up the fob slider to like 90 for for console perfect just have that that pc parody on there and 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 go for it uh i tried out because i i've been playing on the uh, on the x with the faster load times i plugged in a mouse and keyboard and i wanted to see like how that felt it's terrible i don't recommend anyone play console with mouse and keyboard it is not uh it, it does not have as fast a dpi in in the mouse cursor as you would expect on a pc it's sluggish it's it's what you would expect from a controller at, at which point you're just playing it because of how comfortable your hands are on it which i know is an issue for some players um but yeah 60 frames a second 4k on series x is beautiful it is amazing and with the new share button i've clipped so much i've i've screenshotted so frequently now and it's so quick and it uploads immediately up to my app and then i just grab my app when i'm done playing and i and i download all the photos that i want from the the xbox app and or or just instantly share them i can just instantly share them to to social media gosh it's it's amazing um overall i would say that this generation is probably my favorite and it has a lot to do with the fact that the console is finally in parity with what i come to expect from pcs without the actual hindrance of dealing with pcs especially given the uh the 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 not so great performance with the game bar or the xbox app um those still need work on pc anyone that's tried to make a party on on a pc knows the pain of dealing with your microphone inputs and push to talk it just is not as uh locked in as as the experience is with uh with the actual xbox itself um it doesn't it doesn't hold a candle to uh, discord by the way like discord is still by far the the cream of the crop as far as like wanting to chat with other people and having reliable good voice uh on, on a, a voice experience with with actually chatting with other people but as far as the game is concerned sea of thieves plays best on the xbox series x and i i would imagine that the s is just as good but just at a lower resolution um i've i've talked with uh, mina fairy in uh our discord who's one of the the moderators for the discord and for my twitch channel she's a great 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 part of the community she picked up a series s and she said that she's really enjoyed it uh the load times i think are the thing that is insane being able to spawn into your ship in under 10 seconds under 10 seconds from the ferry can you can, can you play a, a 1x and imagine having that like I, I i picked up a flash drive and had uh destiny 2 and sea of thieves because those are like my two go-to games now uh i've had those on a flash drive on my 1x and it is it is it's faster than the internal hard drive but it is it, it pales in comparison to the speed of the ss or to the to the internal ssd on the series x i did not anticipate just how fast nvme is with a really nice cpu and a really beefy gpu and this console is so quiet the external hard drive that i have hooked up to it 
is is frustrating because it is so loud that I hear it and I'm like, that's not the Xbox. It is louder than my Xbox and I want to get rid of it, but it's five terabytes. And it's so, it's so hard to give up five terabytes when you're used to having it filled up with uh, Game Pass games that you might want to drop into on a random occasion for, for kicks. But folks, if you have the opportunity and you're and you're on the fence as to why you should buy an Xbox Series X, if you listen to my podcast and you're a fan of Sea of Thieves, you owe it to yourself to experience it on a series x or s depending on what your what your tv setup is like i i will say that my my 4k tv does support hdr and it does support 4k 60 it doesn't support 4k uh 120 it's a, a older one so i'm only running on hdmi 2.0 or 2. Point, yeah 2.0 as opposed to 2.1 but the experience is solid it is so good and the new controller you may look at that controller and think that is just a regular xbox one controller i it it's not it feels so much better it's um it feels like the matte finish is a lot grippier there's a lot more grip to it and and it just feels more natural in your hands the triggers have grip on them too which is great feels really good the only the only problem I've had with those controllers is uh, a little bit of a connection issue when talking on voice chat plugged into the actual uh, controller. I have a, a wired um, Kingston HyperX uh, headset that I use for for console gaming and for for podcasting when I'm when I'm on here. I'll bring it over between the two because it's just a three and a half millimeter auxiliary port so I'll, I'll use those on my uh my series x controller and i've been having a little bit of uh cut in and cut out and i and i don't know if it's the headset because it's the only one i've got for this um but i i do know that i've had some issues with talking to people and having it not have that clarity that i expect and I, i've tried changing up the wireless uh band that i'm on either 2.4 or 5.0 for gigahertz for for which is which one is is working and it hasn't affected my download rate or it hasn't really affected the voice chat although it does kind of transfer to the download rates because there's just been a ton of updates going on but um this game definitely definitely plays better at 60 frames per second and i think the one thing that um kind of upset me at first was the 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 talk of ray tracing and how this this game does not support ray tracing and how i've kind of expected that anything that was coming to next gen should be coming with ray, ray tracing you know it's been the buzzword for a while it's been the thing that a lot of people have been talking about um i've i've had to kind of take it in stride and say you know there's too much water there's just too much water and to properly ray trace that uh would be a nightmare on systems and uh perf as they they say in the industry uh which is short for performance which i always forget when they say oh yeah but it kills perf and i'm like what is perf and why are we killing it and then i have to remember that it's performance um but it would definitely kill performance to to have ray tracing in this game which is a bummer because oh realistic reflections on the ocean that that, that this is oof oof it'd be so good it would be so pretty I would love to have really nice shadows, although the shadows in the game are still pretty good. I, I will say I, I've definitely uh, had a good time using shadows in photos to, to, to account for that. But load times are great. Game looks amazing. I can't say enough good things. The only drawback is is the fact that they announced <laughs> the one sad thing about this game 
getting next gen optimized uh, for 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 the Series X and for the Series S is the fa- is the fact that they made really awesome Microsoft Xbox liveries that you can only get if you have the if you have the console, which really kind of sticks a sticks a a a frog in the coffee of anyone that's that's uh playing on pc or or on a one or a one x or a one s at the moment because they they don't get access to this Uh, and and they've they've had to wheel and deal they've had to make cloak and dagger (laughs) cutthroat deals to try and 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 figure out a way to get these uh for their account because they they may not just have the opportunity to be able to do it so uh hoping hoping so much that these come in a different form or that these come to uh and and to be honest if if you're looking for the cosmetic don't buy a console just for the cosmetic please please do not buy a console just for these cosmetics buy the console for the sake of the console not not the duke set it's good but i i would say in six months you know in a year we're probably going to see uh, that that they might come to the Emporium for you know twenty five uh, hundred or twenty five hundred uh, ancient coin or, or whatever they want to sell it for you know like it, it, it it's a good chance it might come you never know I would I please don't please do not buy this Logan Captain Logan says do not buy this console for the cosmetic buy the console for the for the the sake of having the console also it's really pretty oh my gosh it's so pretty I really love it. All right, Pirates, that's going to do it for this episode. I did have one little thing that I did want to tell you just before we we, uh, check out for this episode. If you are a huge soundtrack fan like I am, as well as X-Ray Lex, uh, many of us have loved the music in Sea of Thieves. The Force of Flame soundtrack or the track itself uh, for the soundtrack is now available. If you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, if you've ever done the Ashen Winds encounter, it is the music from that encounter that is now up on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Google, blah, 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 uh, you know, title. It's on any streaming music platform that is is substantial. Uh, if you can pay for it, chances are it's probably on there. So head over there, uh, search for Sea of Thieves. You'll come up with the artist. Uh, the Force of Flame song will be on there. It's a great song. It, it's a great encounter now that they've tweaked it, now that they've given you more treasure, that they doubled the value and they've short, shortened the encounter itself. I definitely recommend if you haven't played through the the fights there the the encounters themselves are great i just hated how long they took and they fixed that so it feels great to actually go out and do that but uh i love that encounter now i'm definitely going to jump in there and spend some more time with it but i just want to let you guys know if you've been keeping up with the soundtrack and the release of the different songs that is now out there for you to enjoy as well uh pirates that's going to do it for this episode of keel hauled i hope you enjoyed it i hope you liked it if you did feel free to let me know there's plenty of ways to do that you can reach me on on email at C-A-P-T-L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com. You can always reach me at C-A-P-T-L-O-G-U-N on Twitter. If you want to catch me on stream from time to time, that's twitch.tv forward slash C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. 
And if you want to reach me over on the Discord, the, the link is in the show notes, as always, uh, on my profile on Twitter as well. Head into the Discord, say hi, meet the rest of the community, the fans of the podcast, the fan of the game. And we're getting into more Destiny content. Some of our pirates are starting to head over and play through uh, Beyond Light on Destiny 2 because it's uh, on Game Pass and it's available. So why not give that a shot? It's a lot of fun. I've been enjoying it as well. And uh, otherwise, pirates, that's going to do it. Thank you. I love you, and I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves. Radio Podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Hey, Guardians. We are the Destiny Show Podcast, a weekly podcast about all things Destiny 2. We invite amazing guests from the Destiny community to share their stories and discuss the latest topics from the world of Destiny. Check us out on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, or live on Twitch every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. We will see you starside. Hey. Hi. Do you enjoy being optimistic about bad movies? Or do you enjoy at least trying to figure out where someone worked really hard on a bad movie? Well, we've got the podcast for you. New to Robots Radio, we represent Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast. Each week, we look at two movies that did really badly critically, but we try to find the good in them. And we have segments such as What Could Have Saved It? And Would You Watch It Again? If you're there on a Saturday night, you want to watch a bad movie, but you're not sure if it's like good bad or bad bad, or if you should even bother, give us a listen. You can find us on Robots Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please come and say hi. We love you already. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.